When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is Adam Carricker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback out of the shotgun. First and 20. Jailbreak screen in the air. It is tipped. It is intercepted by Carricker. At the Missouri 21-yard line. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Eight-year NFL vet and All-American defensive lineman Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to average. He's got the left arm going. And now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker. He rips him down inside the 25-yard on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Adam Carricker. Welcome, everybody, into Adam Carricker on The Ticket. And, yep, you guessed it, ladies and gentlemen. I got a case of the Fridays. And, yes, you guessed it correctly. We have a loaded show yet again. That's what happens when the show is an hour long. And you got somebody who just talks as darn much as I do. I just have so much to say. Hopefully you enjoy it just a smidge. Hopefully you had a great week. Hopefully you're looking forward to a great, phenomenal weekend. Super Bowl weekend. Basically a national holiday. I'm sure you know this. Next Monday will be basically... uh, Sunday's a national holiday which turns basically Monday into the most called in and missed day of work of the entire year. So if Rico's not here, if somebody else isn't here, I guess we'll know why. But you know that yours truly, I will be here in front of this mic having some fun. All right, ladies and gentlemen, every Monday, Friday, I am live noon to 1 p.m. Central Time right here on 93.7. The ticket, grab your lunch, come join me. Let's have some fun. Let's talk Husker sports, football. And, and basically all current events, okay? And Tuesday, Thursday, Big Ten Show, Character Chronicles, Wednesday, Steve Taylor from noon to 1 p.m. Central Time, former All-American Nebraska quarterback, dropping that knowledge on hump day, ladies and gentlemen. Now, lots to talk about today. I'm going to start with everybody's favorite girl next door, <clears throat> Caitlin Clark, okay? She – she can she can hit she's like the female Steph Curry, or maybe he's the male, Caitlin Clark. No, he was first. She's a really good player. Okay. She's been called an alien because she's from out of this world playing basketball by some folks who are big fans of her. Okay, and the reason I bring her up, number two, Iowa. Women's basketball is gonna be a pinnacle bank arena on Sunday, playing Amy Williams and the Huskers. Now, beyond that. Beyond our wonderful love of our border state brothers, Iowa, and their wonderful women's basketball team that's going to be coming into our territory on Sunday, Pinnacle Bank Arena, 
I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, but I want to see that place packed. I want to see it rocking. Don't worry. We got. I'm, I'm going to get into the Super Bowl. I'm going to get into the Chiefs. I'm going to get into the quarterback matchup, which I find insanely intriguing and and the key to the game. But here's the thing about Miss Clark, who's an incredible athlete, yet can't avoid a fan when she's walking off the court. All right. It's amazing how that works sometimes. She is just, I say just, 39 points away from breaking Kelsey Plum's all-time scoring record of 3,527 points, which Kelsey set in 2017. She's also a Chiefs fan, by the way. Just throwing that out there, Miss Clark is. But this is a, a lady who's averaging 32.2 points per game. She's had 51 30-point games, okay, in her career, 14 this season so far, 15 triple-doubles. Okay, four this year, 11 40-point games, three this year. The most by any Division One, uh, the 11 40-point games throughout her career is the most by any Division One player in the last 25 years. She's averaging 27 points per game this year. Again, the Huskers want to beat the Hawkeyes on Sunday. If nothing else, let's just let her average. What did what I say she averaged? 27 points per game. Just average 27 points per game. Just don't hit 39. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Uh, Coach Williams, just double team. You know, maybe as she's running by, stick a foot out. I don't know. Do whatever you got to do. Let's not let her achieve that record on Sunday. Whether you like her or not, you have to respect her basketball skills. And I heard a whole entire debate of how she may or may not be received when she goes to the WNBA. There's going to be a team getting a heck of a player, but there might be some jealousy from some of the players on that team. Okay, and I heard some other former NBA legends, whether it be Cheryl Swoops or other ladies who were great in the game of basketball, speaking on this. Okay, maybe that's a topic I'll touch as that WNBA draft gets closer. All right, but whether you like... Caitlin Clark or not. And yes, I make the joke about everybody's favorite girl next door. Obviously, a large amount of a large amount of sarcasm. Okay, attempted humor, but I respect her game. Okay, I wasn't a fan of the helicopter flop or whatever that is. Then whatever that was when she was getting off the court and ran into the fan, or the fan ran into her, however you saw it. I just don't want her to break that record on Sunday. Obviously, I'd love for the Huskers to get the victory. I'm I'm a big fan of Amy Williams, the coach in general. I think she's done a phenomenal job. I I think where the program was before she took over, it wasn't in a bad spot, but I think it's in a really good spot under her and only improving and getting better. She did talk about when I interviewed her a couple weeks ago. If you missed that, go back and check it out here on the YouTube channel for 93.7, The Ticket. Okay. She talked about how they have not played their best ball yet. And the best ball is still in front of them, hopefully. Okay. So tune in if you're in Lincoln. Go to the game Sunday. Support the women's basketball team. All right. Now, if you're not in Lincoln, there is a small game to talk about. You may have heard of it. Call the Bowl of Super, the Super Bowl, national holiday. Okay. I already expect Rico to be gone on Monday. In fairness, he did tell me. I'm kind of using some knowledge he gave me before the show. He told me before the show he's going to be out next week because of the supernovas. Okay. I guess we'll go with that. <clears throat> I guess we'll believe you. But the Super Bowl, all right, it, it's it's an intriguing matchup. I know a lot of people feel that maybe the NFL is rigged and maybe the Chiefs have gotten a bunch of beneficiary calls this year. Regardless, it's an intriguing matchup. 
You got the 49ers. You got the Chiefs. Okay. Super Bowl 58. 24 years ago yesterday, on February 8th, 2000, number 58, my favorite defensive NFL player growing up, Kansas City, great college football Hall of Famer, pro football Hall of Famer, okay, a man who set the NFL record for sacks in one game was seven. And if you've watched that game film of that game, he actually missed two more. He could have had nine. Like he was there and I don't want to say he just missed the quarterback, but he did. I mean, seven sacks in one game is absurd. Could have had eight, could have had nine. But Derek Thomas, okay, my favorite defensive NFL player growing up, get passed, passed away 24 years ago uh, yesterday. But the reason I bring that up, I saw it on Facebook. And I saw kind of a picture of Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes superimposed with a picture of Derek Thomas from that seven-sack game. I just thought it was kind of a cool picture. I loved watching this guy. This was a guy who had an all-time great first step off the ball, off the line of scrimmage, first step explosion, all-time great. When I think of great explosive first steps off the ball, okay, I think of guys Derek Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Lawrence Taylor. Those are the three guys that pop into my head immediately. Okay, and if someone were to ask me, hey, Adam, what's what's the biggest key to getting after the quarterback? Three things pop into my head. First step, if you're off the ball faster than that oversized offensive tackle is at getting out of his stance, the advantage is gargantuan. It's, it's beyond what seems obvious. Okay, Demarcus Ware used to literally be a step and a half into the backfield before half the offensive tackles were moving. You watch DeMarcus where the guy's Hall of Famer, okay? But he, he wasn't phenomenal with his hands, and he didn't have to have a great finish. I'm not saying he didn't play hard because he did. But his first step was so great. That was really what it was about with him. Okay, so that first step explosion, then I would say being great with your hands and your pad level and then the finish. Like guys like J.J. Watt, Grant Wisdom, Trev Alberts, who obviously had a lot of things that they did really well. I think of phenomenal finishes to the quarterback. Jared Tomich is another guy that comes to my mind when I think of guys that just had an insane, relentless effort. Another guy is Lawrence Taylor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I, I've I've talked to guys who are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame about who their Mount Rushmore of NFL players are. Now, it varies on the offensive side of the ball. Some guys have Jerry Rice. Some guys have Emmitt Smith, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I mean, th- there's so many guys. I don't know how you narrow it down on the offensive side of the ball. 
and there's a bunch of guys on defense too, but there was one name that was always constant. One name that was always constant. One name that was always constant. Every single guy I spoke to, and it was about a half dozen, six different guys, and it was Lawrence Taylor. He was always the defensive guy that everybody chose. When you have it as explosive a first step as he had, and then the insane effort to the ball, I mean, you're, you're going to be an all-time great. Yes, he may have uh, taken some things before games that made him even more entertaining to watch, shall we say, if you want to buy into that or don't. Okay, but the results were the same. The respect is the same based on the results. Okay, let's talk. And I, and I just I, I just wanted to mention that about Derek Thomas. He was number 58. This is Super Bowl 58. Obviously, the Chiefs are in it. And he was my all-time favorite NFL defensive player growing up as a kid. When you think about Huskers, some of my favorite guys to watch growing up were Trev Alberts. I remember watching him run around with that cast on his hand. Jason Heisman Trophy winner Charlie Ward. And Charlie may have been my favorite college football player growing up that was not a Husker. I know when he was in the NBA, because he chose to go to the NBA, he was drafted by the Knicks, played for the Knicks, had a good NBA career. He talked about how they used to watch highlights of his days at Florida State before some of his Nick games with his teammates because they found it so entertaining. But I remember watching Trev run around with that cast on his hand, forearm, basically the whole entire lower arm chasing Charlie Ward. And Trev played a great game. Okay, that, that Orange Bowl night, that 1993 National Championship game, 1994 Orange Bowl. I think of Grant Wistrom. With playing with the hair on fire, guys like that. There's other guys that you can mention. There's a whole plethora. There's been so many great defensive linemen that have come through the University of Nebraska, obviously played in the NFL. So there's a lot of guys you can throw out there. But for the sake of time, those are the guys that pop into my mind immediately. All right. Now you think about this Super Bowl. Chiefs, 49ers. The 49ers are favored by a safety, two points. The over-under is 47 and a half. I honestly was kind of surprised the 49ers weren't favored by a little bit more. If you look at the stats, the 49ers arguably had the best statistical offense in the NFL during the regular season. Arguably the best, well, I say arguably because they were the best statistical defense in the NFL. But when you'd watch them against certain teams like the Ravens or the Eagles, when the Eagles were back like 10 and one before they lost like 19 in a row to end the season, like they struggled on defense to stop those specific teams. So they're obviously a very good team. They're, they're in the, they're in the Super Bowl number one seed in the NFC. Obviously very, very good. When you're talking about being the very best in the league, the stats back up the 49ers. If you want to make that argument. Obviously a very good team. They finished the regular season 12 and 5. The Chiefs finished the regular season 11 and 6. A lot of people wrote the Chiefs off. I'll be honest with you. I said they have more holes than they've had in the Patrick Mahomes era. Several times on this show. But then the playoff matchup would roll around. And they would play the Dolphins when it was like whatever it was. Negative 1,000 degrees. And I, and I picked the Chiefs. Then... Patrick Mahomes, first ever road playoff game in his career. Think about that. They've been to six straight AFC title games, and that was his first ever road playoff game. And then his second one was the next week at the Ravens. And I was like, you know what? I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is the better big game quarterback, and I feel like the Chiefs defense is just better than the Bills. And so I picked the Chiefs. 
much to my own surprise. And then the Chiefs won. And then I picked the Ravens to beat the Chiefs. And I did it with a decent amount of confidence because I thought the Ravens were the best team in the NFL. They did some things on defense defense that statistically have not been done in the NFL very often or for a very long time. They have the most electrifying player in the NFL in Lamar Jackson. Okay, and that's the guy that if he ever one day does get that Super Bowl ring, that's kind of all he's missing because he is electrifying. Just got to be able to get over that Patrick Mahomes hurdle, get to the Super Bowl, win one one day. It's not, obviously not easy. I never did it. So, but my point is the Chiefs finished 11 and six. And they, to me, have been the most impressive team throughout the NFL playoffs. The 49ers statistically were the best team in the NFL regular season. I personally thought the Ravens were the best team. I was wrong. That's okay. It's happened before. It'll happen again. Hopefully, hopefully not too much. But I'm okay with admitting that. Now, the Niners, one thing I couldn't help but notice is when they would play some really good teams, they would struggle. Like the Eagles when they were really good before they fell off. Like the Ravens, okay? And these are games that I couldn't help but notice Brock Purdy was struggling. I'm a big Brock Purdy fan. He reminds me, he's a system quarterback. He fits what they do really well. He reminds me of Kirk Cousins. And you got to remember, Kirk's still playing. Robert, RG3's been done for a while. He's doing all right for himself on, on you know ESPN. He had a good NFL career as well. Offensive rookie of the year. Basically set the league on fire, bringing the RPO game. Okay. And the read option to the NFL, him and Colin Kaepernick. All right. And Kirk. So Robert was the number two pick in the draft, traded three first-round picks and a, a third. I don't know. Sold the farm and then 10 more farms to get him. And it paid off for a while, but... Kirk was drafted like fourth round and kind of an afterthought. He's been brought here to be the all-time backup for Robert. But you could just see Kirk fit well in that system. Now, he's had a good NFL career as well. Brock reminds me of Kirk as far as fitting the system well. Now, the problem is when you fit a system really well, but then you play a really good defense that makes you do things you don't normally do, that's when quarterbacks sometimes can struggle. And I don't want to call him a system quarterback or a game manager. He might be a Super Bowl champion come Monday morning. I, I got nothing but respect and love for him. But every time they lost this year, he struggled mightily. This wasn't a situation like Marino, Dan Marino with the Dolphins back in the day where he'd throw for like three, four, uh, hundred passing yards, 450 passing yards, and the Dolphins would lose 45-42. These losses with the Niners directly were correlated to their quarterback struggling. Okay. So I got nothing but love for Brock. Okay, I want to say Brock Lesnar. That's that's a story for another day. If you know what's going on with Vince McMahon and WWE, oh, Lord Almighty. That's a story for another day. But Brock Purdy, the man playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday. Now, it's interesting because, to me, the Chiefs' defense has looked like the best defense in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes has looked like the best quarterback in the playoffs. And I'm going to compare some of these stats. And to me, that's... And the quarterback, I'm sorry, the, the coaching matchup, the ability to make adjustments. Those are the three most important things come the playoffs. Quarterback play, defense, coaching, ability to make adjustments. Now, ESPN had 64, and this surprised me very much so, 64 of their experts pick the Super Bowl. Now, I, I just kind of immediately assumed, I don't know, like, 40 of them or 35 or at least over half or something like that was going to pick the Niners. No, 77% of them picked Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. 49 of the 64 picked the Chiefs. 
of those 60, and that, that, that means 15 of them, you know, pick the Niners. If, to go to basic math here, 23% of them picked the 49ers to win, which surprised me quite a bit. All right, just to quickly, before we go to break, look at some of the quarterback comparison numbers. Patrick Mahomes, actually, okay, he was sixth in the NFL in passing this year, all right, with 4,183 pass yards. Had a pretty good season. Brock Purdy actually was fifth in the NFL total pass yards, 4,280 pass yards, okay? Just to kind of round out who else was up there. First was Tua Tagovailoa, okay, 4,624 pass yards. Second was Jared Goff. That surprised me. Third was Dak Prescott. Fourth was Josh Allen, okay? Then you got Brock. Then you got Mahomes. Seventh was Jordan Love. That's got to excite Packer fans if you're out there. C.J. Stroud, the rookie of the year was eighth in the NFL in total pass yards this year. Now, we got to pay some bills real quick, but when we come back, I'm going to break down the Super Bowl matchup a little bit more. I'm going to give my prediction. I don't think anything I've said so far gives it away entirely. Might have been a hint or two in there. But then there's some NFL awards, all right, and uh, Pro Football Hall of Famers that were announced as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.